in the Rambam, Shalom Tarakha, Parag Kimul Haraf Yud Beis, and we see last, next example of people that are Parag Kimul Haraf Yud and that is a Moiseh. So what's a Moiseh? It's a reformer. So the Rambam says, Shnayim Ere Moiseh. There are two kinds of reformers. The one is a Moiseh Chaver of Yad Goyim, the Hargo Haraf Yud a person who gives, hands over another Jew uh, to the Goyim, who are going to kill him, or even they're going to Lakos, they're going to beat him up, but they're not going to necessarily kill him. That's also called the Moiser. And the second example of a Moiser is a Moiser, Mamun Chaver of Yad Goyim, or Yad Anush He gives his friend's money to either Goyim or even to a Jew, but someone who's taking the money to rake it in, then it's the same as giving it to a Goyim. And whether a person is Moiser, somebody else's body, someone else's life, or a person's Moiser, somebody else's money, either way around. Because Ram is in the category of a moister, shnei men and chayyim and abba, and both of them don't have chayyim and Doesn't the Gemara say that the reason why when you give people's money, it's a problem is because they don't usually stop there; they they, they take the goof also. Rama means the money by itself. The money, the money by itself, yeah. it is in the Gemara from the Gemara that says that, and the question is what's uh, from the Shmuel's but the question in Shem Shabbosarash, but the question is what's the story? What's the reason why we understand that this is not a good thing to do? The riser of the severity that a person loses his Adam Abba um, for being, most, being a moister. Now, the emissary is as far as the list that the Gemara gave, which was Shalom Shalom quoted at the beginning, that uh, in the same category as Machtiya Rabbi, when the Pashm Dechna Tibur says that a woman and a moister and it's like Adam Abba. So why is it so, why is it so severe? It's together taking someone's money. It's definitely the second case. So if we're going to talk about the first case, that he He's scared of someone else to get killed by the guy. Even there, we could ask the question. Yeah, you could ask the question that if you killed the person himself, you wouldn't get uh, you wouldn't get uh, such a big guy in business. So the fact he did it through a proxy of a guy, why does it make it worse? Now, Rabbi Yehuda already asked a question on a different day, which is interesting. Like we said before, the Ram doesn't bring it, and that is the uh, Gemara said it's also the Mishnah Bergavus we saw yesterday that the Mishnah is in Bergavus that Hamalbin Nechaver Berabim. A person embarrasses somebody else publicly, doesn't have a chayyavarabba, and what's so bad about embarrassing someone else publicly? So the way Rabbi Yehuda explains in Shari Tshuva is he says that embarrassing somebody publicly is together mitzicha, just like killing somebody is a very severe thing. So there's abizrayim, there's averes which are in the category, maybe less severe examples, but it's within the same ballpark, it's in the same under the same heading of killing somebody. So uh, uh, embarrassing somebody is tantamount to killing. The Gemara takes a step further. The Gemara says because all the blood runs from his face, uh, he goes white from the embarrassment. That's not killing. You, took, you killed him. And therefore, ask Rabbi Yehuda a question. I understand. This is only an example of something which is in the category of Ritzich. Ritzich itself doesn't have such an English. And if that's the case, why is something which is only sniff uh, cotton, only something which is doime in some way to Ritzicha, more common than the original? Now, the, obviously, it's not a chiddush of to ask the question. Anyone who learns the commands to ask the question, indeed, there are answers to the question as well. But Rabbanian's answers are get us here. He says a chiddush which he says not once, it's about five or six times to Shari Chava. It's one of Rabbi Yehuda's biggest sages, and that I'm not. It's not I'm pointing to Rabbi Yehuda's biggest sage. 
And Rabbi Yenna's big yisoid is that the severity of an Averian Shemayim isn't just how bad the Averian is. The severity of the Averian Shemayim is how the person felt when he did the Averian. It makes a very big difference to how the Averian is judged. And therefore, it could be that a small Averian in the context of Averians in Shemayim is judged like a big Averian because the person didn't feel any guilt or any remorse in doing it. And it could be a bigger area in Shemayim. Is the Etzem considered like a much smaller area because the person felt guilty about it? And therefore, when Yenis is right at the beginning of Shari Chava, he says if a person repeats the same area again and again, each time the Oynish area is getting worse. Not the same area. He says, but each time he does it, he's going to get punished more. Yigdal Why? Because he shows he doesn't care. The first time he did that, there, uh, there could be certain regrets, there could be a certain amount of remorse. But the second time, the third time, now that he's habituated himself to doing it, is there's no regret. And if that's the case, the remainder, the Avera, which is being done again and again, but the ownership where is going up each time because there's less of a side of a person who feels guilty about what they did. Send this phone to me, the Gemara says about Ashim Tolu, right? The reason why you have to bring a bigger animal for Ashton Tolu is because you don't says, feel so good. Yes, yeah. so then it wants to sound different. The Gemara says that since he's a Sophic, if he did the very Bichlal, so he doesn't feel the same way. So you have to bring a bigger animal. Right, so it's not exactly the same, but you're right, it's a similar kind of insight. Here he's talking that, uh, that, that uh, it's not just that the person is more kapara, it's that the, the amount that a person feels bad when he does minimizes the Einish. And if a person doesn't feel bad, then it's more English. Therefore, says Rabbi Yenna. It's true that being with Malvat Nechavayi Barabim is only a prat in Ritzichah. But, says Rabbi Yenna, if a person would actually be Nechavayi Ritzichah, he said he would never forgive himself. He would repent instance a million times in his mind, he'd feel completely terrible about it. But how could he do something and kill another person? And he'd regret it and he'd do for the rest of his life. It's something which is so bad that a person would never just let it pass with equanimity. It would be something which would affect him tremendously. And therefore, it's true, it's extremely, extremely serious of Eretzecha, but Lemaisa, the way that a person deals with it, is by, being, is by feeling tremendous regret, and feeling tremendous tsar, and, and he will definitely do each other. And if that's the case, you can't do Chayyamah for that, because that Vera, as bad as it is, is minimized by the way the person reacts to it. If it's, a, if, if it's a group of people, someone thinks of a really good line. Yes, it's directed at somebody else. But the master says it, and that guy gets embarrassed and everyone else laughs, and he thinks of himself he's like a, he's a comedian. Or he thinks of himself that he knows how to entertain the tibur. Okay, so that guy got embarrassed. What's the big deal? He'll get out of it. So, Elachanami, it could be that the, the severity of the crime was less, but because he doesn't feel the harata, that makes it worse. It makes it worse. So it could be a smaller Avera, but without Harata, is worse than a big Avera with Harata. That's what Benyan is begging said. And therefore, <coughs> your Ritzicha itself, which is the worst example of this category of Averas, the person doesn't know what I'm but the Malvah of Barabim, which there isn't that necessary, that level of remorse, actually comes out worse. The person will It's a tremendous insight. In the time of regret, doesn't have to be during the... 
No, but or and then he said, like, it could be even later. Even later. But the Prophet says, he says, there won't be any regret. Because the person thought, what did I do wrong already? Uh, I entertained the Now, that's okay. It's going to say, to inform the Goyim about another Jew and the result that he's going to get punished or killed, so it's Anachayim To kill him yourself, you don't, there's no Anachayim Why not? So then save yourself. It's not just because if a person, I don't do anything. I wasn't going to kill him. The Goyim killed him. So he's not going to feel regret the same way for what he did. If that's the case, it's true, it's less severe, as, as far as an Avera goes, as being Ritzach himself. But Mitzar Hashemini, because of that, doesn't feel regret for it. And if that's the case, he made it, it'll come out, but Anish is worse. So this is also in the category of Ritzach, but because it's not Haratum, he made it as a bigger Anish. It's the same as a Rabbeinia. So that's the first case. Now I have to ask, what's the case of a Mosef? Now, what were the circumstances which caused him to be somebody else? If a person just doesn't like his friends, he says, no, I'm going to get into trouble. So I go to the guy and I, I report him for whatever he did or didn't do. It has to be death? Why does it have to be regarding death? No, the minimum is clear, even if it's money. Even money. Which is not to explain why that's why it's a... Uh, his money is so severe also. But if, if it's the case, I just went to report him. Because I don't like him, because he's my competition, because I don't understand. That's a really bad... Uh, that's a Moser. But what about a case... When I'm using, I'm not reporting him just just out of the blue in order to punish him. I want to deflect the punishment from me. So the guy who catch me, I think I'm the one who's done something wrong. I said no, it wasn't me, it was him. So my motivation isn't necessarily because I'm, I'm going, I'm trying to get him into trouble. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to protect myself. And, and the way to protect myself is to, to deny it wasn't me that did it. Was someone who was him? It's someone else did it. Oh, the result now is if we're going, we'll go deal with him, we'll take it away from him, we'll punish him, whatever it is. But my interest was self-preservation. Is that also the category of a Moses? In other words, is a Moses somebody who's out of riches who's going to Moses somebody else? Or even if he's doing it because of his doing to protect himself? Now, we know when it comes to Ritzicha, so of course, there's no spara that I can kill somebody else to save my life. The shayla is, what about a case like this? If the goyim are attacking me, and uh, I'm being most to him, as I've said myself, is that motto is that in the same category? If they have you have the right to most somebody else more than yourself. So I'll tell you uh, the shit of the other god, uh, which is famous, not from inspiration, but from the story of the other god's life. There was a certain time in, in the Gvilna 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 that he went into goats. Uh, he traveled incognito, people didn't know who he was, whatever reason he was covering himself going to goats. And he's traveling in a wagon. And one time, the wagon driver was driving in some deserted place, and he saw a field with hay in the field, and he couldn't restrain himself, and he stole some hay and put it on the wagon. So, the guy was really landing in the back, he had no idea what was going on, but that's what happened. Anyway, the guy who owned the field noticed that the hay had been stolen, and chased up in pursuit, and they catch up to a Jewish wagon, with the wagon driver in the front, the other guy in the back, and the incriminating hay on the wagon. To the, village, the wagon driver notices them coming, so he runs, comes the wagon, he runs for his lap to hide. The village guy doesn't notice anything. And then he finds out about it, and the guy will catch up with him, and it's around the wagon, and put him over, stop beating him up. He's still ahead. So the village guy, talking about the incident afterwards, said that it was his first reaction at the time was to say, I was there, it wasn't me, it was a wagon driver. He said there was a tremendous historian to keep quiet 
and then so get attacked and beaten by the guy without saying a word. He says because he was thinking that if he would have said one word that it wasn't him, it was the wagon driver, then he'd be in the category of a moister and he'd have to let him up. So it's good to be moist and effish, not to say anything to criminate somebody else, they shouldn't be in the category of a moister. So we see that he held, and it makes sense also, that the dinner of a moister isn't just the person who is going to report somebody else. Even if it's in a way to protect oneself, if he's going to say, I'm not going to guilty, but he is, and it's even if it's true, that it's still, it's still called being a moister. And therefore, if, as a result of what you said, now they're going, we're going to look for him to punish him or to to the or whatever it is, it's also awesome. You say that it wasn't me, and that's saying we did. Because it's the same thing. It's no, if it's man chazak, you have the right to get someone else killed, to save yourself. Whatever it's going to be, yeah, that's a chashash. Whatever it's going to be, you have the right to cause someone else to lose, to save yourself. Now I'm saying chiddush. The Gemara just says that you can't do a mesa biyadayim to kill someone else to save yourself. Now we're saying that it's not just a mesa biyadayim, even to give information which is going to get somebody else punished and it's going to get me saved, it would also be awesome. It would also be awesome if, as a result of what I'm saying, that they're going to consider you to someone else. Right, that's the, that's the second point. The last point is you have to understand why by being moist moment of error is that also considered in the category of the Khaib and as we understand when it comes to when it comes to a person's life, so then you 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 must not allow to get killed, or maybe you suffer to get killed, in order to in order then even to save himself. But the mice it's it's in the gather of a ritzef, and therefore as well in the chag When it comes to his money, why is it something which is also a chash of enough um, to to that's considered in the chag v'mabah? The question interesting enough. Don't talk about it. The Rambam bichtal. Let me come. Like I said, it's that's in the other show we said also, but the it still is a spy. What's the reason for that? So, there's two reasons given. Not unfortunately in the Shining, but there are two explain. The one is something that Rebbe said before, and then it's not just like to find by Bob and Machteris, that if a person is maimed out of money, if a person, someone tries to take his money, he's going to stand up to protect himself. And if that's the case, uh, he might get killed. And so the halacha is, if someone breaks into your house, so you have to kill him first. Because if you would try and prevent him stealing, he might kill you. So that's the case, you have to kill him because it's considered by the And that's the case, it's the same thing over here. Even if a guy comes to take someone's money, he's not going to just take his money down. He's going to try to defend himself. So what is the guy going to do? If he land up, he's going to kill him. If that's the case, so imagine it's just a different halacha of going back to the same point. You're risking, a, you're risking another job. You're asking around the Jew, and that's okay, so it would be also uh, in the same category of a moisture, which is if we misakin another Jewish person, um, that would be awesome. Now, if that's the story, so then the question is, and this is a very, very negative the master, if that's the question, what about, and that would be, let's say, in a society of lawlessness or a society we'd like to account for anything, or you'd be wasting to go in where we would kill people if they needed to. But let's say we're in a country which has a, a normal justice system. And if you're going to moist somebody else that is evading taxes or you committed a crime, whatever it is, no one's going to kill him. The police are going to go and, and arrest him. He's going to go to the judge, not to pay a penalty or whatever it's going to be, or pay back his income taxes. Is that also the category of a moist? In other words, is it any time that he's moist another Jew, then it's Hidu's Elamabah, or is it because of the Hashash Rasikha? And that's the case in a society where it's, it's not a wild society. 
And well, the worst that's going to happen is that he's going to get fined for it, he's going to get punished for it, but no one's going to kill him for it. If that's the case, there's a bit of a tzich also apply. In other words, the Pashas and the Ram and the Pashas and the Shani, there's no difference. Moshe is a Moshe. As far as which the Achronim say, in the fire isn't enough to change that up. Mm-hmm. Right, so therefore, that's another reason also why the Moshe to a guy is considered uh, an effect on the Bach. I should discuss that next time.